1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we get set for the final weekend of League Cup and pre-season action. Rangers sign Brazilian striker Danilo on a five-year deal from Feyenoord. Hibs are humbled in Andorra with it all to do at Easter Road next week. And we're on the eve of the final set of Viaplay Cup fixtures with lots still to be decided. I'm Gordon Duncan... And joining me tonight is Hugh Kevens. Michael Beale's going for the most positive philosophy
2: of all Gordon You hit them where it hurts And if you score more goals than the opposition You win more than you lose And you pick up trophies That's what Danilo is all about That's what Sam Lammers is all about That's what Cyril Dessa is all about That's what Abdallah Sima is all about
1: So a lot of money being spent by Rangers It has to come good That is the number you need Our final one hour show of the summer And then it's really back to business next week With some exciting changes for Clyde One Super Scoreboard In the near future as well So we'll tell you more about that as the show progresses But it is the same number Some things don't change 01419511025 Rangers fans, it has been bubbling away For quite some time, even away on my summer holidays. I noticed it before I came back. Danilo, lots of talk on social media. And now it is confirmed. It has happened. What do you make of it, quite simply? The signing of Danilo. What do you make of that, Rangers fans? Definitely, and we're only here till 7 o'clock, have no intention of ending this show without speaking to a Hibs fan, at (laughs) least one. Because results like last night are, unfortunately, it feels like they're all too common in the Scottish summer About as common as disappointing weather it seems But an absolute disaster for Hibs in Andorra Still plenty of time to turn it around It might be convincing at Easter Road next week It might all be forgotten But until such times How do you look back on a defeat against Andorran opposition? Hibs fans 01419511025 We'll get stuck right into it at You know, later in the show, Hugh But a a flavour of your feelings on that one Uh, A situation not helped by idiotic statements Made by the manager,
2: Lee Johnson I I took out uh, two or three of them He said it's a bit strong to call it an embarrassment Oh really? Embarrassment is an understatement It was pathetic and shambolic Uh, They remind me of Cheltenham When my dad was the manager of that side in League 2 He said Is that really supposed to help the Hibs fans that... Inter, Descaldes looked like Cheltenham in League 2 and the last daft statement
1: we have to be careful not to be negative who are you kidding me? it's the negative capital of the footballing world it'll never catch on but anyway 01419511025 it would be nice to hear from you Hibs fans definitely want to go over that one Rangers fans like we said the big signing news today is Danilo it's a fair whack of money I know there's a lot of debate as there always is about what that amount is but it's clearly a fair whack of money by Scottish standards either way so what do you make of that outlay uh, it's a long contract as well it's clearly one that Rangers really wanted to pursue and have got it over the line so what do you make of it Rangers fans pick up the phone and let us know it's the final weekend of League Cup action as well uh, trying to make sure none of the big teams fall by the wayside, Hugh, because it's a it's a very unforgiving yeah. format. I mean, I, I personally, if anyone cares, I quite like it and I think people do like it, but it's unforgiving because if you are a premiership team, you don't get much credit for getting through the group stage, no. but you certainly get stick if you go out and then it puts you up against it going into the league season.
2: Derek McKenna's at Kilmarnock has already gone on record as saying that the, the whole thing is too early in the season, but... We're stuck with it and you have to make the best of it. Kilmarnock uh, are going along quite well in that direction. Stephen McLean at St Johnston has already paid the price of early season disappointments. St Johnston out. Uh, it's embarrassing, I think, for Premiership sides to go out at this stage. So that's what they'll be thinking of tomorrow. Your mother will boys uh, mm. uh, can finish top of the group. I'm going to go along. I'm looking forward to it. Yep. So, you know, Stuart Kettlewell is looking after business. The rest need to be careful.
1: 0141 come on. We're only here until 7 o'clock, so let's not waste any time. Get your thoughts in on the Danilo signing for Rangers, the Hibs result. You can suggest the word. Is it an embarrassment? Is it a humiliation? Does that come next week, depending on the outcome of the second leg? Is there anything else out there, Celtic fans? What have you got for us tonight? League Cup action coming up as well. So a fair bit to get through, and we would love to... For you to join us How's the summer been, Hugh Keevens? I feel like I've never been away Quarter past six last night I think we had a call about a ticket allocation or something And it made my (laughs) entire summer break fade uh, into into the distance But uh, how's it been? My first Saturday without the programme oh,
2: uh, was. Tough, a, isn't it? Well, that was the, the most delightful one because uh, I took Mrs. Keemans out and we went to my spiritual home in Partick, where I come from. Lovely. And uh, went around the the trendy spots of the West End <laughs> up the top of Byers Road, <laughs> that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, and, you know, I, I had a lovely night at the theatre. The man who wrote the Tommy Burns story for the theatre kindly. Invited me The man who wrote The Tommy Byrne story In book form To go and see the show At the Kings And Entirely unknown to me in walked Rosemary Burns Tommy's wife and that she and Mrs. Keeban sat down as if it was 30 years ago and nothing had ever
1: changed so it was a lovely night you're a cultured man I don't think many of your fellow Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard pundits spent their summer at the theatre that's just when I spoke to Gordon Dale last night it's just not no. the impression I got from him when I asked him what he'd been up to no, um, unless it's the operating theatre but anyway 01419511025 right? let's get stuck in on some of your calls because Cause I said it would be nice to hear from a Hibs fan and we've got one first up tonight which maybe tells its own story. Huh. Uh, Derek is a Hibs fan from Kilmarnock. How would you sum up your feelings, Derek, after losing to Interclub de Escaldes of Andorra last night? No boiled.
3: Absolutely no boiled. It's only a game against a European team that we very rarely get to date. So nothing to worry about. I would be more worried if it was a Celtic or a Rangers fan getting beat to a team like that.
2: We don't get the opportunity To get into Europe very often So It's a one-off for us It's not we really Not really a one-off You lost 7-0 to Malmo hmm. Not so very long ago So it I mean, doesn't all, reflect well
1: Yeah but, I, but Before we even get would you, When you say You're not bothered Derek Do you mean because you think Hibs are going to turn this around Next week?
3: Well this is a thing We don't know We managed to get a goal late on Johnny Hill scored So They've always got a chance At Easter Road so any other team but why I phoned in last night was because the Celtic fan that was on, uh-huh. he was rag- ragging us. But what have they done in Europe with the millions of pounds that they've got in the bank and the players that they've got and all the supporters that
2: they've Well, I think yeah. we're talking about scale here. You know, uh, Hibbs, as I say, they've had their major embarrassments in Europe. Malmo losing 7 0 at Eastern Road was a shocker. Uh, But Celtic You're absolutely right Celtic uh, in Europe Whether it was under Ange Postacoglu And indeed Brendan Rodgers The first time around Were absolutely nothing To write home about But they're playing Champions League football Derek I mean you're playing uh, An Andorran side No team from Andorra Has ever made The third qualifying round Uh, That's how lowly they are So you can't just dismiss it Hibs are in a league here Where they want to not compete with Celtic and Rangers because they can't, but they want to be the best of the rest,
1: uh, and at the moment they look far from being that. Do you think we'll turn that around next week, Hugh? Does what does that change? You know, because th- we've been through all this before, and you're an old hack. Yeah, uh, you know, newspapers love to to sort of. Produced the article the next day Of all the embarrassing ones before And we almost know them now Off the heart of Media Bratislava And Kaunis Lincoln Redimps Lincoln Redimps And that's a really It's probably a good example In the sense that Celtic won the second leg And actually got to the Champions League Group stages that year So of course it was a humiliating night But you get over it in the second leg And it becomes Ancient history I mean Lee Johnson Needs to get over this
2: next week doubt. Without doubt You only have to go back a year Graham Alexander, Motherwell, Sligo Rovers lost to them at home, (laughs) lost to them in uh, the Republic of Ireland as well, Uh, and uh, Graham Alexander paid for that with his job. So Lee Johnson has not made the situation better by daft quotes about uh, it's too strong to call it an embarrassment. It is an embarrassment. It was an embarrassment, and if so, so
1: you think it is? You know, you think you can take it as that ninety minutes? You don't see any benefit in. And almost waiting to see what happens Because it is a two-legged
2: affair Put it this way Gordon If Hibbs at Easter Road Do not put out Mm -hmm. a team from Andorra And Joe Newell's goal was very important uh, It's only 2-1 It is an embarrassment But it's an embarrassment that can be easily compensated for In Edinburgh next Thursday If he doesn't compensate
1: for the embarrassment He's a goner Is that the obvious hope? I'm not going to patronise you with this very simple arithmetic lesson but at 2-0 it felt really, really desperate and then that that Joan Yule goal I mean, does it put a a different complexion in things for
2: you? It it does it changes the whole situation Um, as I say I would regard it as a disgrace and I think I use the word advisedly a disgrace if a team of Hibs standing in this country could not put out a team from Andorra if they go out to Interclub Descaldez the It is the low point in the club's history Wow, Derek, you agree
1: with that? No, I just
3: don't crap Oh, okay Honestly I just, I can't believe it It's
1: just like The media is making it what it is, isn't it? Derek, yeah. it is enduring opposition though, right? Because Hugh's right, everything's relative the- I take your point, what you said earlier To an extent, you know Because there are times when Hibs and Aberdeen and whoever it may be and you can say oh, we, you know, we're not expected to do much in Europe and sometimes you come up against European opposition that you've not heard of but that doesn't mean that they're not good and certain leagues are getting stronger but that can't be said here Derek this is Andorra it is an Andorran opposition Hibs need to be winning those games surely yeah. That's your opinion I mean
3: it doesn't really matter at the end of the day it's only a, a, a European tie that we're probably not going to get through and if we did the next leg or the next round Hibs will get beat again what does matter to you Derek if you can say this
2: doesn't matter what does matter to you as a Hibs fan and the the club's
3: reputation what
2: does matter to you
3: we've got no chance somebody just said it there we've got no chance they actually doing anything in Scotland because there's only two teams in Scotland and that is the old firm well, we're we'll not good that anymore. Well,
1: surely then, surely then, so, the de- surely the desire to go and make some good memories and get some good results in Europe and try and punch above your weight or whatever becomes even more important rather than just well, rolling said, over and saying, saying it's okay to night, be beaten by indoor opposition.
3: I said to the guy last night, we went to the Groningen game last week. Kevin Van Wien it did nothing but it was a friendly. It did nothing but die. try to con the referee, and they're a European team. We beat them 2-1. They're a better team than what
1: Andoran leagues are. Yeah, I, I exactly no idea what that sort of means in, in no. connection to last night, Hugh. I mean, I, I, I don't get it. You it's know, great uh, to see
2: Kevin Van Been again, for what it's worth. But anyway, I, I, I just don't understand Derek's attitude. I don't know why he bothers supporting yeah. any team because he's saying, it's Europe, it doesn't matter, we'll never get anywhere. We'll lose and, an, th-
1: and by the way, th- th- there is a... <laughs> Hibs do face a, a potentially very difficult route to get to the group stages of the conference league. Yeah, but That doesn't mean it becomes okay to not beat Andoran opposition. They are a full-time professional
2: side. We have five big clubs in our country. Celtic, Rangers, Hearts, Hibs and Aberdeen. So if you're the top five in this country, full-time professional, with uh, you know, a, a backroom staff behind Lee Johnson that uh, doesn't come cheaply, uh, last night's result
1: is a farce mm. I'm always loath to to go too strong on the comparisons because ultimately you're talking different teams different opposition different circumstances but it, it is increasingly annoying that we've got this back catalogue of Sligo of oh. Kona's key nomads oh. you know the ones that, that were costly you know for our clubs um, because we, we take the point you know we don't have massive budgets In a European context And there will be times That you, j- you just Come up against opposition That's too good for you But We've got to stave off We've got to As a nation We've got to start Staving off the embarrassments Surely
2: Yeah and That's why I, I felt That one of the comments That Lee Johnson made about uh, sorry,
1: Well sorry inter- Let's hear from him then Because yeah. you know We have sort of Paraphrased a lot of, of what you said This was Lee Johnson's Reaction afterwards
4: Well I'm majorly disappointed With the first half performance I thought we was Really really poor you know, we didn't acclimatize, whether that was conditions, whether that was altitudes. We have to be better simply. And, uh, you know, we took a bit of stick and that was fair. I think it's a wake up call. That's for sure. You know, there was too many individual poor decisions. And I, and that's the bit I can't put my finger on at this moment in time. I can come up with all the excuses in the world, altitude, heat. Maybe we should have traveled the day earlier, but, you know, we should have been better um, in our decision making and better in our execution. Um, and the tie's not over, guys, you know. I, I think we've got to be careful um, not to be too negative um, in terms of certainly in-house, um, but uh, yourselves as well, because there's there's a bit to do, we know, but it's not um, unturnable, this game. And I'm looking forward already to the Easter Road one because I've got that bit between my teeth, personally, in terms of the aggression. And obviously, I need the boys to show that as well.
1: There does have to be a bit of that, Hugh, a bit, a bit of, of calm because... If a team goes and has a very good result in the first leg of a European tie People oh. are always very quick to say Ah, don't get carried away It's only half time You could still go out The, the, real, the real discussion The real discussion takes place if Hibs go out If they go and win 3-0 next weekend yeah. You know, it, it, it Really tonight doesn't it, it, Is it easy to fall into that trap of making it too big a deal? I think he will go through I think he'll go through fairly comfortably with the
2: backing of the Easter Road crowd But he sails close to the wind Lee Johnson You remember last season El Sakico, When Jim Goodwin was the one mm. Who paid the price for losing to Hibs At Easter Road But he sails close to the wind And he'd better be careful next week
1: Bobby is a Hibs fan Bobby this time next week Will it all be forgotten? Will it be a straightforward evening At Easter Road And, and we move on?
5: Um, In a word yes <laughs> It's uh do you know, I just there's, there's two games sticking my head um, I remember Celtic going to Bratislava early season mm-hmm. losing 5-0 yeah. um, very nearly turned around in the second leg yeah. under Gordon Strachan went on to have a great season um, Rangers being 3-0 down to St. Patrick's in a game that I think they came actually back in one um, when lorenzo Amoruso was there um, these pre-season games are a lot today there's a lot of things getting worked on. There's a lot of players coming in. And do you know what? Uh, yeah, it's a signal. I think everyone's seen the coverage on Twitter from the Hibs fans revolting. Um, completely unnecessary. It's not a big deal. I, I actually think next next week, the game will be won in the first 10 minutes. And this will all be forgotten about. and um, We'll be on to, to Lucerne or... The other team that we've been possibly drawn against mm-hmm. um, in a fortnight's time—it's it, so quick, it's so rapid. The preseason's been very condensed because of the the, the, the World Cup. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, do you know? I'm not concerned at all.
1: Fair enough, and I understand that, Hugh. That's what we just said. You know, as Bobby was coming on, that may well be the case. I think it certainly has to be, or you'll be seeing plenty more videos like those Hibs fans last night I'm sorry but there is something objectively funny it doesn't matter which team it is for when you hear someone who says boo (laughs) but the the sweary word before it to tee up the boo is magnificent it really is the comedic timing of it thank you very much to Bobby who is a Hibs fan 01419511025 Rangers fans what do you make of the signing of Danilo we'll get your thoughts
0: next Tackle the headlines 01419511025
1: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans is in the building and I'm glad he's here because I'm very keen to get his thoughts on some big changes coming up for Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard this season and I will do it in the next couple of minutes. But some big breaking signing news today. Rangers have signed Danilo on a five-year contract from Feyenoord. Uh, Danilo Pereira da Silva, if you're interested in the full name, Hugh. I think Danilo is the one that's catching on. I think everyone knows a lot about him now because it's been in the background for a while. 24-year-old striker, 12 goals for Feyenoord last season, uh, winning the Eredivisie uh, with Ajax and then Feyenoord last campaign. Uh, Brazilian striker, like we mentioned, and one of a few that Michael Beale has added uh, to try and boost his attacking options. In fact, midfield to front, it'd be a pretty much completely different look, potentially, uh, to Rangers, say, from, from two years ago. So let's bring in James who is a Rangers fan, James, what do you make of that news today?
6: Uh, good evening, gentlemen, uh, glad to have you back. And um, yeah, so I think it's a great signing for us. Uh, I think it's a higher calibre of players we're, we're going after now. So I think the board have really backfield and this is probably the cherry on top. So I think that it's really exciting to have this many people through the door. And I think they all seem very capable, but... Uh, there's just that look down the back of my head I've been changing too much at the one time mm. so I don't know how well we're going to gel But I think on, on paper, yeah We're all we're, we're improving across the pitch um, from middle to front So really
1: good I like the way James puts it Hugh Because there's an acknowledgement there that it's on paper And this is what's really difficult about this time of the season yeah. We've had players arrive who you think are going to be good that flop And players who you've not heard much about That, that turn out to be very good What you would say is on paper, as James says This looks like a, a I'm going to word this carefully Because I don't know if it's going to be a good signing It looks like a serious signing from yeah. Rangers or, or, or some sort of statement They've clearly put a lot of money into it They clearly really wanted him It's from a, a relatively big league From a relatively big club You know, it's one that, that Michael Beale clearly was was really after And yeah, and I get it Only time will tell if it turns out to be a good signing or not But do you see what I mean? It seems like one that he really he really wanted This season is all about Michael Beale's recruitment that will
2: define whether Rangers are to bring the title back from Celtic Park or if his recruitment is suspect. No. Now, Danilo, for me, is the marquee signing. Uh He's got the pedigree. Uh, he's, he's a reasonable goal scorer uh, at uh, uh He's big money by Scottish football standards. He'll be creeping towards the £6 million mark, I would imagine. He'll be on a very hefty wage... And, uh, you know, James and the other range of supporters will really be enthused, I think, by Danilo, uh, Dessers, Lammers, Sima. My point about this is that Michael Beale is going for it big time, both in financial terms and in terms of his philosophy. He's going for a team who, middle to front, are going to hit the opposition where it hurts. And that there's no reason to suspect uh, that anyone outside of Celtic will be able to live with them.
1: Yeah, I mean James, the reported fee that came out of the Netherlands towards the end of last week, it was like six million pounds, nearly forty grand a week. I think Michael Beale was quite keen at the weekend to get the message out that you know it's not as much as that. But I think either way, right, and we we love that in this part of the world arguing over transfer fees. Either way, it's clearly going to be. A Relatively high amount for Scottish standards. Let's all agree to disagree on that one at this stage on a Friday night. there There, there is a lot of investment being put into Rangers' frontline, hasn't
6: there? Yeah, very much so. I think the amount talking about not as so I've spent so far this year is 15 million, which is uh, more than we've spent a long time. But um yeah, there's, there's a lot of improvement needed. But I think the amount of wages that have been out the door during the summer have freed up. Um, I think it was good that Bill quashed that. Like, how much are you getting paid a week? Quite quickly, because you don't want other players in the squad thinking that this guy's on double or triple what they're currently on. So, yeah, I, but you, I understand how structures work. But no, it's just good to see the investment because I think it's um, a big season for us. We just need to get through the European ties to get in, because um, back-to-back Champions Leagues um, sort of uh, group stages will will certainly help going forward. But uh, but no, it's really good to see.
2: You would have to think, James, that uh, the money that's been put out I mean Rangers have only taken back in a couple of million for Antonio Cholak Uh, so uh, it does look on the face of it as if qualification for the Champions League group stages is a must for Michael Beale. not just in terms of prestige but in terms of balancing the books
6: Uh, there was an interview during the summer um, from Rangers they're saying that the the budget to spend for the squad wasn't dependent on qualifications so I think he was already backing in I just, I've just got a funny feeling that if there's anyone going to go out that's been to counter whether it's Kamara or, or Haji or whatever because I know there's been talking about them leaving but I just think it's, if anyone does leave though they need to replace the squad good at the moment but although a couple of, there's a couple of fringe players that maybe are going to move on I wouldn't then cut the numbers down I think they need, the money should be reinvested
1: yeah, I'd like to think Scottish clubs don't budget for getting to the group stages if they need to go through the qualifiers because we know how tough uh, it can be. Uh, if you want a bit of an inside track, Hugh Keevans maybe doesn't watch as much Dutch football as you would like him to, but we did catch up earlier uh, with Dutch football expert Michael Statham to find out the usual sort of questions, what kind of player Danilo is, how he might fit into Michael Beale's system alongside the other new attackers at the club.
0: He's a poacher, He has come off the bench a lot and scored loads of goals last season. His strength so that he's a goal getter. He can shoot from distance. He uh, is an advanced forward, a little bit like Cyril Destas, and is a bit of a fox in the box, you might say. Sometimes he's guilty of perhaps not using his his physical presence enough. He has worked on his strength, but is it consistent enough with how he uses his body? Um, And in the physical Scottish Premier League, you know you've got to use it to your advantage when when you can playing centrally as a striker is Danilo's main position I've never seen him work as a two I know that Rangers like to have two strikers up top Danilo has only played like by himself I would be interested to see him work as a two though with someone who's a little bit different to him so perhaps not Dessa's because they're very similar types of types of strikers but I was surprised because Dessa's and Danilo I didn't think would both sign and I do think that Danilo was maybe a little bit overpriced for six million pounds because of the lack of impact he's had with Ajax and Feyenoord in particular, what level of Rangers hoping for here with this kind of striker? It's a good signing. I don't know if it's a great one, but I do think with Serial Dessis on the other hand, um, I've rated his move quite highly. I think he has the potential to to play really well for Rangers, play play lots of games, score lots of goals.
1: Yeah, I mean, Hugh, the, the st- we know what stats are like. You can almost manipulate them whichever way. Uh, you want I think it was 12 goals in 44 appearances for uh-huh. Feyenoord last season there's a quote from Michael Beal uh, saying his goals per minute ratio is very good because you heard you heard um, um, the other Michael Michael Statham there on the phone saying there that you know he, he was coming off the bench to score so clearly Although we sometimes talk about goals in appearances, maybe goals in minutes is a a fairer way of of looking at it. I never thought I'd hear anyone say, he's a good signing, but not a great one. Uh, If Danilo uh,
2: was listening to the programme, he'd say, I'll show you. Uh, Because he has to, you know, if you spend that kind of money, and I know Michael Beale is trying to play down the money, but they've spent a hefty sum on Danilo. Uh, You're looking for a great signing, not is a good one but you're looking for a great
1: signing yeah let's bring in Scott who is another Rangers fan from Falkirk how's it going Scott not bad how are you doing not bad at all what are you thinking about this one then
7: Um, I'm not sure yet because I don't know how they're going to gel we've brought in a lot of um, new recruits Stetters Danilo of course Um, we've got Rufus come back um, fit Um, the only thing I would say that's concerning me now is defensively um, I watched, the again, the the, um, the game um, and against um, Olympiakos. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, we've got Yeko in defence. Now, obviously, Goldson's out injured now out. Um, looking at things, Barisic, um, you know, I, I'm not sure if he's starting to... I, I don't know. I don't know if he's maybe starting to move out of um, it, the, way, the way he was. I think if you look at, you know, two or three years ago, Barisic was in um, peak form. I'm, I'm just... I'm seeing him starting to you know retire. Um, I, I don't know, obviously, the amount of games you play over over time, um, fitness levels, etc., and age um, comes into play. But the back and I said we've got Yecko Balogun's come back. Well, I think to be honest, we should never let him go Balogun. I've always said that, so I'm glad he is back. Um, Suter and Davies for me last year. I just don't think they were up to it. And I've said, that, you know I've said this already. I didn't think we needed Suter to start with. And I know you'll say maybe yeah, you know he is he is quite good and. Um, I, for me, I know he's got his critics But I'm, I'm one of them um, We've got this Chelsea um, player as well um, For a Tavenier's position He can also play left back But we haven't seen him yet So I don't know what his fitness is like I don't know how he's going to come into play But for me, when I watched that game Defensively between this Jekyll Which I've never seen him play before um, And you know Rangers first team Until this season, pre-season So I don't know what Fields' plans is for him and with Davies um, as well and, and so I'm just not sure Centre midwives were, were um, You know centre defence midwives Were were, were, um, were strong enough I, I don't know I'm I'm just still a bit Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean look, I've seen a bit of this Hugh And you'll have heard that if you were listening to last night's show mm. Usual caveats about it only being pre-season aside yeah. There, yeah. there was a bit of disappointment I think from Rangers fans given what they saw against Olympiakos. I've seen that mentioned I've seen Borna Barisic singled out many times um, over the last well I was going to say the last couple of days maybe longer as well but in particular the last couple of days seems to have been serious surgery shown to Rangers front line and and yeah perhaps it needed it Um, But a lot of Rangers fans like Scott Are maybe not quite as sure About the other side of things I'm told by my friends Who were in the
2: press area uh, At Rangers midweek That uh, as the crowd left They were letting the press guys Know their feelings And their feelings were entirely negative About Rangers display Um, Barisic for me The concern is He just makes the same mistakes All the time now Uh, And I wonder if his time is up At Ibrox And if Rangers should be looking to That area uh, As a matter of
1: urgency Yilmaz is there He's in the building Scott Is that one you want to see Explored a bit more?
7: Yeah um, I want to I want to see someone else um, Given more of an opportunity Um, And and as I said I don't know How you feel um, About even like Davies And um, You know Even as I said Soon as well Like uh, We're going to We're going to notice a difference With going um, not in this you know and um, not in the defence. Um, people have there's you know critics of, of Golden as well. But um, if we look at and I know that wasn't the whole um, the whole end of things, when you look at the Rangers and you know, the Liverpool game especially when we go back to that, it was one and a half time but defensively you've seen how much we're exposed um to be honest, um without Golden. If you look um the now I said we've got I said that Chelsea um players are coming as well, which have not trialed. So for me, I don't as I said I don't know who this yet is. I've I, I said I've never heard um of them before and until in pre season. Um, I just don't know if we're defensively strong enough. Midfield we're fine, um you know attacking, we're gonna see how it comes with Sakala, Ruth, Danilo, um as I said um Gessers. I think we're gonna be alright in those areas. I'm just thinking defensively we're bringing in um a, you know, a new keeper as well. Mm. I don't know. Uh, you know? Uh, Butland uh, as well. I'm going to be. I'm going to call it an out, and we'll see. I think Butland. I just don't think he's going to. He's going to be up there. I think, to be honest, and I'm going to call it an out. I think McCrory's going to end up coming in.
1: Well what makes you say that?
7: I just, I just think Butland's. Um, for me, I mean, everyone was saying, "Oh, it was a great free kick." Um, the one that was, a, you know, a pre-season friendly as well, um, where we had won two-one, um, but for me the free kick I think he could have got it Um and I just I just don't think he's um I just don't think
1: he's number, it's one, a number tough, one It's a tough well, school this year. Uh, one free kick yeah. in pre-season and Scott's gotten binned off of well, somewhere in the campaign you know, I, I'm quick to the boil <laughs> on this programme but Scott's
2: even better than me at it uh, I, I think it's far far too early to speculate on whether Butlin will be first choice or not I, I can only Certainly assume he was brought in to be wasn't yeah, he without any shadow of a doubt he didn't come here to be a, a player on the subs bench uh, so we'll have to
1: wait and see Ben Davies for me has never looked entirely comfortable yeah. in a Rangers jersey And you know what's another interesting name because Scott is as entitled to his opinion as anyone so I'm not for a second saying it's not accurate my impression having sort of followed the reaction to some of Rangers' pre-season games Was that John Suter was Pleasing the Rangers fans uh-huh. And that they thought he was perhaps a positive To come out of it all Maybe not Davies Maybe not Barisic But but Suter was Scott's got a different take on it The
2: start to the season is vitally important I mean The fourth game in Is Celtic at Ibrox uh, For both clubs The outcome of that match Will have consequences um, So Rangers can't have Defensive uncertainty mm. Going into a game against Celtic By the same token Neither can Celtic against Rangers But that's one area of the team You know, Scott's quite right Middle to front It's all new, fresh Potentially exciting You have to underline potentially Because you don't know Uh, But at the back there are areas of vulnerability And uh, you must
1: make a positive start to the season Because if you don't The tension starts to build Thank you very much to Scott In Falkirk On 01419511025 Just before we move on Let me run this past you
3: Oh you're kidding me on
4: Oh thank you Oh my goodness
0: The cash
1: register
4: Clyde
3: One
1: what a week it has been And we ended a full week of winners on Cash Register By dropping £50,000 straight into John's bank account
5: God's sake, what do you say to that? <laughs> Honest to God, it's, it's unbelievable I just, I genuinely don't know, I don't know
1: what to say what do you say to that? It's a very good question, John. Now, it's your chance to win £51,025 on Monday when we make the next call. So enter now, text yes to 61025. That's yes to 61025. If you get a call from us after three o'clock on Monday, the 1st of August, answer within five rings. Make sure you know the correct cash register amount. The texts are £2 plus your standard network rate. Online entries £2 or you can call 330 880 4523 Call's charged at a standard rate, over 18s only, and all the rules for this Hits Radio Network Scotland competition are on our website. So to recap, £51,025 up for grabs. Text YES to 61025.
0: for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025
1: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans is here you can still give us a call you'll have to be quick we're on Twitter as always at Clyde SSB as well where Scott says that Danilo's career stats Hugh he's played 10,155 career (laughs) minutes I'm going to count every single one of them up And he scored 87 goals That's one goal every 116 minutes Convert that to number of goals per game And it's one goal every 1.3 games Says Scott I'm going to have to take Scott's word for that At this moment in time I must say Josh is also on Twitter He says Greetings from La Cinque And Natalia Gordon and Shugster chucked use on the speaker while waiting to head out for some Vino Rosso very glad we've signed Danilo raging we didn't announce the signing with McCoyst saying he's a big fan of Brazilians I think we move on very quickly from that and, yes, and, and hope that Josh enjoys uh, the rest of his holiday however speaking of ways that you can interact with this show oh. big changes yeah. big old changes for the new season and I am excited particularly for you Oh, ever heard of YouTube? No You're about to become a YouTube <laughs> sensation We've chipped away at it over the years I've heard of SpeckyTube We got you on Twitter we will trying to get you in the ways of the modern world You are going to become a YouTube sensation From Monday Clyde One Super Scoreboard is getting bigger and better Not only are you going to be able to listen to the show You're going to be able to watch it as well Imagine the scene. You sit down to your dinner and you think, what could make this better? Ah, Hugh Keevans on the telly. So from Monday, you're going to be able to see us live in the studio on YouTube, on our Twitter feed. Uh, You can subscribe to the YouTube channel right now, actually, by searching Clyde1SSB. Keep your eyes out on our socials from Monday. But my goodness, some of your colleagues are going to have to sharpen up. No change for you because you wear a shirt and trousers in here every night anyway. So you just come with the same thing. But some of them are going to have to scrub up.
2: Well, bin liners, most of them. So, uh, you know, there'll have to be some improvements made. But I've, I've got two daughters and a wife and they, they can be my Stylists. wardrobe uh, advisors uh, in the coming weeks. But this is, this is going to YouTube or YouTube is going to destroy the one about he's got a good face for radio. I
1: know, I know, that's the thing. And do you know what? I put some pictures, we put some pictures out at Clyde SSB on Twitter last night um, and on my Instagram and stuff like that. And the, the response has been incredible. So it's good to hear you're all looking forward to it. I'm, I'm worried about some of your colleagues, um, Hugh, though. I must admit, I don't think, I, I, I don't know if I trust the DLs and Wilsons of the world. Well,
2: DL, I mean, there's the occasional food stain on his t shirts and <laughs> things of that nature. Uh, so he'll have to clean up his act, literally. Uh, and Mark Wilson. Uh, Likewise, Roger Hanna's always impeccable. Mm. Another,
1: another old hack. He's always impeccable. I'm looking forward to it. I'm thinking, could Marvin Bartley's biceps be any more moisturised than they already are? Will he come in and he's full Queen of the South tracks? So what will Andy Halliday's new barnet look like? You know, the, possi- the, the possibilities running through my head ahead of next week. Well, Andy's barnet
2: saves all because it is sensational. Uh, but I'm waiting to see Marvin Bartley mm. come in uh, dressed like one of the four tops or the Temptations, or you know, I'm expecting some Motown
1: wear, well, I mean, it looks sensational. Well, we will see next week. You'll be able to watch as well as listen to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. There we are, big changes for the new season ahead. I'm looking forward to it. I know the pundits are, and hopefully, you are as well. So, make sure you get across that ahead of next week, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, is where you can find us and uh, yeah, gonna be interesting to say the least what could possibly go wrong anything and don't answer thing. that don't answer that 01419511025 that is the number you need to get in touch tonight I mean you, I asked that on Twitter last night why wouldn't you want to look at Shinjuku while eating <laughs> your dinner and people were generally quite uh, quite generous about the idea not everyone obviously no, but you no, know no. That's, uh, that's sort of how it works um, right we've done a bit of Hibbs. we've done a bit of Danilo we've even had some stats sent in there uh, that I read out from Scott, I think, we've only a couple of minutes left To sort of round off on the League Cup, Hugh We've we, we flirted with the idea at the top of the show I, I've just always become fascinated with the format Because of how potentially unforgiving it is If you are a, a Premiership team You go through, you play low league opposition No one bats an eyelid, you don't get credit for it But if your League Cup campaign is over Before a ball's even been kicked in the premiership—it does just put a bit of a negative spin on things. You can recover. Look at Saint Mirren last season. Yep, disastrous League Cup went on to have a very good League season. Of course, you can recover. I just don't think any manager wants to get their season up and running like that.
2: No, you're trying to get the feel-good factor from the one goal. As I say, Stephen McLean at Saint George's has already fallen foul, exactly. and they're out of the competition. Uh, you know, others will be keen. Not to upset people, but I'm still thinking back to the first caller tonight, Derek, the Hibs fan, who said, well, what does it matter? You know, and there'll be plenty of people tomorrow evening after their teams have played who will be saying, well, what does it matter? It's the league that's important. Mm. Uh, Yeah, see, I
1: just feel like I don't don't feel like it is the same for a number of reasons, but you've obviously got, which everyone knows, there's only really two avenues for our teams to even come close to silverware. Mm. And then the League Cup almost becomes... Even more of an incentive You look at some of the teams That have won it It is a trophy I know Celtic have had a bit of A a monopoly on them all recently But If you expand the the lens a bit It is the trophy That other teams have got a sniff at And now you really want to make This group stage count Don't you? Well I mean St Johnson
2: no longer In the competition But they won the League Cup uh, Recently um, You know I, I always go back to the day When Kilmarnock uh, beat Celtic 1-0 at Hamden That was Ross
1: County It was the
2: only trophy yeah. Aberdeen have won
1: In a long time
2: There's loads uh, in there the Sensational St Mirren Final against Hearts When uh, Tommy Craig was there At St Mirren uh, So You know Yeah you, you must want to Progress and see How far you can get you, you really would rather Avoid going out
1: Before the The season has Technically kicked off and then next week, that's us. We'll be back. Two hour shows from Monday night with everything geared towards that first Saturday of the Scottish Premiership. Well, I think it's going to be
2: sensational, Gordon. But, uh, you know, Celtic and Rangers have uh, bought so many players, spent so much money. They have uh, enlivened the summer. Celtic were the treble winners, and perhaps that reflects on the type of buying they've been doing. Quan. Uh, Kwon rather, Yang, Holm, Tilio, Navrocki. Navrocki for me is the only one who looks as if he could be in at the start of the season. I would expect he'll get game time at the Aviva Stadium in Mm. Dublin tomorrow when Celtic play Wolves. Uh, Rangers had to do what they have done, bringing in players by the barrel load because it had gone tired and stale and unsuccessful. A trophy-less season, they can't have a second back-to-back trophy-less season
1: not when this kind of money has been spent uh, Who am I to doubt? Um, Producer John who I think has given me my favourite fact of the night When the discussion about Danilo Do you know where the only other Brazilian and Scottish football plays? Is it Montrose? It is Montrose apparently yeah. There you go You can take that one with you to the pub this weekend or wherever you're going I like that uh, I think that is pretty much for a friend. I can't get used to these one hour shows They are so quick They go over uh, in the blink of an eye But we will be back with the two hour version On Monday night And my goodness It is going to be very different for the new season Like Hugh Keevans told you He is about to become a YouTube sensation Not only <laughs> can you listen to us on Monday And for those of you who do in your number Not a lot changes If you want to listen on radio On your smart device On your app you're more than welcome don't let me change your mind but there is that added option for you where you can watch us on YouTube or Twitter on Monday night so make sure you do that if it tickles your fancy thanks to Hugh thank you for all the calls all the tweets and for keeping us company this Friday night it is getting closer we've got big stuff to take care of transfer windows still open we're looking forward of course to the League Cup games this weekend but then next week It is business time. We go right down to the preview of the new Premiership season and I cannot wait. Thank you very much again for your company. We will be back Monday, nothing across the weekend, but you might as well stay right there because the GBX is up next.